Hi, I'm Jamin, host of the Happy Market Research Podcast. This interview is being done in conjunction with the Qual360 conference. Qual360 will take place virtually on their dedicated conference platform. Join the most dedicated community of qualitative market researchers and connect with client-side researchers, innovative agencies, independent moderators, and disruptive technology providers. For more information, please visit na.qual360.com. That's na.qual360.com. My guest today is Jonathan Grove, Director of Product Design at Nationwide. In preparation for this interview, I found Nationwide's start very interesting. I would like to take just a minute and share it with you. In the 1920s, farmers were paying the same rates on their automotive insurance as city drivers, even though they had fewer accidents and their claims were much lower than city drivers. The Ohio Farm Bureau decided to set up their own insurance company to offer rates that accurately reflected their driver's habits. On April 10th, 1926, the Farm Bureau Mutual Automotive Insurance Company obtained license to do business in Ohio, and two days later, it acquired its financing, a $10,000 loan drawn from their membership. Today, Nationwide has over 35,000 employees and is ranked 73 in the Fortune 500 list. Prior to joining Nationwide, Jonathan has served as a leader in several brands you'd recognize, including McGraw-Hill as a director of design research. Jonathan, welcome to the Happy Market Research Podcast today. Well, thank you for having me. This episode is brought to you by Momentive. You may have heard that SurveyMonkey's parent company recently rebranded as Momentive, a leader in agile insights and experience management. The Momentive AI-powered insights platform is built for the pace of modern business, so you can deeply understand your market, elevate your brand, and build winning products faster. Momentive offers 22 purpose-built market research solutions that incorporate an AI engine, built-in expertise, sophisticated methodologies, and an integrated global panel of over 144 million people to deliver meaningful insights in hours, not months. Momentum also has a team of market research consultants that can take on anything from research design to custom reporting as needed, so you can spend more time shaping what's next for your organization. To learn more, visit Momentive.ai. That's M-O-M-E-N-T-I-V-E dot A-I. Let's talk about your talk. What is the topic that you'll be covering? Give us the sneak peek into what you'll be sharing with qualitative market researchers. Yeah, thank you. So you know, really over the last few years, I've, I've kind of found myself at the intersection between qualitative research, design, and innovation. And it's not always been a uh, comfortable place to be. And the purpose of my talk really is to share some of my learnings as I've attempted to navigate things like design thinking and the role of design thinking in qualitative research. As I have tried to navigate through these sometimes competing and not necessarily well-connected domains, I've had some failures and some, some successes. And really my intention is to share some of those stories to help those folks who uh, maybe about to go through the same thing or are going through that a similar thing right now. Are you seeing research becoming more integral, meaning that uh, maybe democratized across the organization? Yeah, I think there's uh, design thinking, part of the culture really is around democratization. I think 
there's two kind of sides to design thinking. One is the culture and one is the practice. I think that design thinkers don't always necessarily separate those two things very effectively. And some, when it comes to research, particularly qualitative research, I think there are some things that are quite difficult to reconcile. For example, design thinking tends to prioritize shallowness in general. It's focused on forward momentum. There are lots of ideas around iteration and learning through failure. When it comes to research, the kind of approaches that they advocate for are really very inductive kind of grounded theory, which is very hard to do quickly and very hard for novices to do independently. So you've got almost like a two competing forces or two forces that do not integrate very effectively. Grounded theory, qualitative methods on the one hand, being executed potentially by novices who are also expected to do things very quickly. These three things, in my experience, can lead to some tension and conflict that it's difficult to resolve. So this is very much what I've been through over the last few years, and, and Nationwide has invested very heavily in design thinking type methods over the last five years or so. And there are certain patterns that, that have, have emerged, and I've shared some of them here. So I'm going to talk a bit more about that experience and about some of the things we may need to do as researchers to evolve with this new way of approaching things, which is design thinking. It sounds super interesting and relevant for quite literally all of us, wherever we sit inside of the organizations that we serve. Let's shift gears a little bit and pull back at a macro level. What are some trends that you're seeing in the market research space that will carry us through to 2022? Yeah. You know, it's been a really interesting year for research. Um, When I think back to March of last year, where we were running a combination of remote activities and in context, in-person and lab-based activities. We have a a brand new research center at Nationwide. We had to really kind of switch our approach in a matter of weeks and move, you know, exclusively to remote research, which quite a surprise to everybody and took a, you know, it took quite a bit of time to respond effectively to the new landscape. But I think without those remote tools, we may have had an awful lot of unemployed researchers <laughs> who were no longer in a position to sit in the same room as the people they were interested in learning about. So, you know, clearly it feels as though 2020 and 2021 have very much been the year of remote research. I think we've probably crossed the threshold now that we won't be going back from. I suspect that remote research will probably be the primary way in which we all we do our work from this point onwards. I think that combined with developments in artificial intelligence and you know the ability of these kinds of software tools to pass significant amount of qualitative data, you know these two things potentially coming together, I think is going to be a fascinating, potentially fascinating de- development. I think with regards to AI, it may mean that researchers need to rethink their role in some respects, since we may in some some regards become partners to certain types of artificial intelligence and potentially chaperones of those kinds of tools as they grind through qualitative data on our behalf. So I think we're at a kind of pivotal point in terms of remote research and artificial intelligence that is likely to redefine the role of research over the coming years. Qualitative at scale, right? I mean, you think about like a survey is really just a conversation at scale. And the reason that we started doing them is we wanted to talk to a hundred people and we just couldn't facilitate that. Yep, It just wasn't feasible. Now AI is punching through and actually allowing us to analyze 
volumes of data that otherwise would have gone absent. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, we're seeing as well the ability, you know, the, the cycles have shortened. So, you know, the idea that, you know, we'd be able to execute certain types of studies in three weeks would have been five years ago unheard of. Totally. So we're increasingly in a position where we can get feedback from our research participants at a cadence that was previously impossible. Now, that's great if you're trying to run design thinking iterations. But what we've got to try and do is evolve our methods in such a way that they can keep up with the pace of the technology and the cultural expectations of design thinking. So, you know, I think it feels as though, and I've spent you know the last 25 years in research, it feels as though I've spent much of my time trying to either, you know, persuade people of the value of, the, of research and try and educate them. And I've barely competed that part of my work. And now I'm having to move on to something else. <laughs> so it's a fascinating, ever-changing, ever-evolving space. Last question. What is your personal motto? Um, don't sit still. <laughs> That's my personal motto is don't sit still, because I think that... Um, you know, if the world keeps on moving, so if you kind of sit around expecting it to stay where it is, I think you're going to be caught out quite badly. So that's my that's my motto. Don't sit still. <laughs> my guest today has been Jonathan Grove, Director of Product Design Nationwide. Thank you, Jonathan, for joining me on the Happy Market Research Podcast. Thank you. Everyone else, I genuinely hope you'll take time out of your day. Make sure that you sign up for this event. It will be one you will want to attend. It'll add a lot of value to what you're doing at very little cost. Have a great rest of your day.